Try as I may, I could never explain what I hear when you don't say Welcome to Intersections Matches Talk Radio, a show for people who resonate with Mahatma Gandhi's quote, learn like you're going to live forever, live like you're going to die tomorrow. Today, we're continuing our multi-industry series, Love in the Time of COVID. This is Jasbina, your host and the founder of Intersections Match, a global personalized matchmaking and coaching company for successful and commitment-minded singles. To understate the obvious, COVID has dramatically transformed reality for practically everyone on the planet. Before introducing our fascinating guest, I want to take a moment of silence for lives lost to COVID-19. I also want to dedicate the series to the heroes on the front lines in the medical community at large, many of whom continue to serve us all despite risk to themselves and their families. With no further ado, I'm very excited to welcome to today's show, Indy Rishi Singh. Indy is a neuroplastician and a social innovator. He was recently honored as an emerging leader by the city of LA. Indy brings mindfulness and meditation practices to local institutions, underserved youth in schools, and marginalized communities, as well as Fortune 500 companies seeking to shift their culture to one prioritizing mental health, joyfulness, and well-being. Indy has traveled the world studying integrative modalities and philosophies with great teachers and masters. Welcome, Indy. Thank you. Thanks for the wonderful introduction and the, the quick meditation to honor the, the, the people we've lost and also the healthcare workers and all the different service workers out there that are, you know, are just being available and, and um, and jumping to the fire, you know, um, and, and also the, the Gandhi quote, like, wow, that was amazing. I love, I love these, um, these kind of, uh, these, kind of, these philosophies that kind of help us, you know, move through times like this when we're in these crises. We kind of need support like that. And it's amazing how people in, in, in old times and even present can help us in this way. Great people. Absolutely. And I'm sure as we learn more from you, we're going to get some of those insights from the great teachers and masters. My first question these days, Indy, is how are you and your loved ones during this pandemic? Uh, wow, it's uh, it's been interesting. I mean, for, I, for me personally, I initially went through a really tough period. You know, a lot of my life got turned upside down. I'm an independent contractor. Um, a lot of the things I do are very social oriented. Um, and so mm-hmm. they all, everything got shifted, yeah. a lot of things got can- canceled and, um, or, and, and a lot of things up in the air. And then also I kind of got really frustrated with the, the, the political and economic repercussions. I knew what was going to come. Like it was like very, I'm very tapped in to a lot of different spaces. And mm-hmm. so it was like really, really got okay. frustrated with the disadvantage, disadvantaged communities are going to be affected. And I do a lot of volunteering in spaces. So I, I know that people are suffering a lot more than they need to be right now because our systems are so, they're so brittle, like they're so, our systems are terrible, <laughs> you know, um, especially here in America, sure. where we're so advanced, um, it's really sad. So, so I got really depressed 
for a lot a while. And fortunately, I went. Mm. I came and stayed mm-hmm. with my family. I was going to be isolated, but I came and stayed with my family, and that really helped a lot. Like being with my family, taking the time, and you know, really over the past month and a half or so, it's been nice to be actually so really almost like hibernating with your family. There's a lot. I felt a lot of growth there, you know, and, and reminder of how beautiful it is to have great roots. Um, and been able to learn from my mom again. And she's such a great teacher for me to sit with her and meditate with her and to learn and learn stories and, you know, stories, uh, uh, philosophical and religious stories from her. It's been amazing. Um, so yeah, in those extents, I think everything is from that, that space has been great. We've been sequestered. So everyone's healthy. We've been eating healthy, eating good Indian Ayurvedic food, you know, being healthier, taking care of mm-hmm. ourselves. I think yes. that, that's been great. Um, and also that now it's like in the past couple of weeks, we've been learning about how, how I can be of service now for people who are struggling, right? Um, I've developed all these tools over the years Absolutely. to help people be happier and healthier, but now people really need it, right? So how do we use Zoom? How do we use sure. um, podcasts? How do we use these different devices to help people in this space right now? So that's where I'm at now. Absolutely. Well, you said a lot of interesting things. You know, I know you mentioned, um, you know, you know, a lot of growth and being with family helps a lot. And I love that you said that from the perspective of just, you know, we're finding that, um, you know, with social isolation, people who don't really have connection points can find it quite isolating, right? So I'm, you know, yep. and, and you're very fortunate, right? To be able to, yeah, you know, get a quarantine with, right? In that sense. And, yep. um, and I love how you mentioned, um, and, you know, speaking to the insider tech. So I, I totally get it how you said you were, you know, with, with different circles, because it's, it's similarly, right? Clearly we, we serve tons of people in the medical profession as well as, you know, high levels in terms of investment, um, banking, everything. And so we kind of are also sort of tapped. And so we kind of hear of things before, like, you know, it's, it's blasted on CNN. And so in a similar way. And so, like you said, it's kind of like we could kind of see a little bit more of what was, what was going on in the future. So, um, so I'm happy to have this platform to be able to, you know, share, share with others from that, from that perspective. So speaking of sharing with others, and I love that you are learning from your mom again, because she really was right. Your first great teacher, probably one of your <laughs> first great teachers and masters. So I love that. All right. So, I want to start also here with, since our family chooses to, I mean, I'm sorry, not our family, but our company chooses to serve clients who are successful and commitment-oriented exclusively, actually. We, we get to pick and choose our clients. Before discussing, um, you know, the connection in the time of COVID, I'm curious. You know, I know it's such a personal definition. So what's your definition of success? <laughs> Great question. Uh I, I, I really connect success to joyfulness and happiness. Uh, you know, not just happiness because happiness is, has been kind of really make mindfulness <laughs> a lot. It's really been co-opted. Um, mm-hmm. and so we, we sometimes okay. identify happiness and success, uh, too much with money and financial things. But I also sure. know so many people uh-huh. who are financially successful, but are very unhappy, you know? Um, and so sure. it doesn't, automatically connect that. And there's also research and stuff that says that too. So for me, it's about joyfulness. Like when you can live and feel joyful and, and genuinely joyful. And even when, when you're, when you're, when you get a situation that's difficult in your life, you can still access that joyfulness, then you're successful because 
you know, you're really, you, you found that center point that no matter what happens, if you have a huge loss in the financial market or if your, your, your girlfriend leaves you or, or, you know, something, you still can be joyful. You can still find that place of joyfulness and you're successful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So yeah. as a matchmaker and relationship expert, you know, our clients are embracing video technology, I'm happy to say, to connect with prospective partners. So similar to you in terms of saying, okay, now we've got all these tools and how are we going to use them? That's what we're doing as well. We're not letting COVID get in the way of connecting during these times of social isolation. However, I do know that many singles are really feeling that lack of a supportive partner even more deeply than before, given COVID, you know, induced social isolation, let's say. So as a relationship excellent matchmaker, I know that striving to remain in a high level of vibration is an important step in connecting with others, right? So as COVID can challenge people's ability to maintain that high level of vibration, I'd love for you, with all your, um, you know, with with all your knowledge, with all your expertise, with your learnings from the, you know, great teachers and masters, I'd love for you to really call that into, you know, what would you say are your top 10 tips for singles to keep, and really singles or anybody, right, for singles to keep in a high level of vibration and connect feel in time because i know it's possible i get feedback every day that it's possible so i know it's possible i want you to help our audience with reminding them and teaching them of the different tools available to them you know just internally like you say right they don't have to depend externally on others for to maintain that high level of vibration so they can share that and connect with someone who wants to join that party, right? Nobody wants to join a party yeah. at low vibration. So we want to kind of create our own party and then we invite those to connect with us within it. So I'm going to let you take this and I would love to start with yeah. your first tip. We'll just, well, I'll have you give a tip and then I'll just probably ask you something about it and we'll move to the next one. Sure. So let's jump in. Okay, um, so before I even do the first one, I'll, I'll give a little disclaimer about what you just said uh, in terms of high vibration okay. and low vibration and everything else in between. Um, I think uh, okay. it's really important for us to understand that, you know, it's one thing to get to a high vibration and to feel great and positive and, you know, um, uh, having resiliency, you know, as a part of being high vibration. Um, but when we get to that high sure. vibration place, it's, it's actually a responsibility now to share that high vibration right um so it's not just like oh i'm gonna get high vibrational and whatever that means um uh i'm gonna get high vibrational like doesn't mean that oh you're now isolated or you feel good and you're fine now is everything fine and it's selfish like actually you get you actually can increase your vibration or you can increase your feeling of goodness or whatever that joyfulness that you feel in that space when you feel complete and content it's really important now to share that and then you will actually increase that contentment like now, by you serving others and being able to share your high vibration, it now becomes almost like you got you, with other people. It almost becomes like a like how there's a neural network or a mycelial network. Um, it's any we're living, you know, we're living beings. So the more that we start to share these high vibrations, we actually get more more abundant with that vibration. Um, so that's yeah, a disclaimer. So well, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you know what? That's going to be your first tip. Let me explain what I'm saying. So I was listening to you. It was very uh, profound. And I, t we're on the same page, Andy. No disclaimer necessary. That's your first tip, basically, in that 
my whole point here is we're getting into a high level of vibration and that is allowing us to connect with others. And I think your first tip is being in high vibration and sharing it with others actually allows you to maintain that high vibration. Would that be a fair kind of a letting that be a first tip in terms of sharing your high vibration with others? Would you say that? Sure. Actually, one of, one of my tips, it wasn't the first one. It wasn't the first one, but actually one of my tips was very similar in the sense that if, if you are, let's say you are on a low vibration or if you're in a high vibration, sure, but if you're in a low vibration, then maybe seek out people who are high vibration. Maybe go to their Zoom calls or go and like attend one of their like, you know, sessions sure. online or watch like a YouTube video of somebody who is high vibe and, and kind of just, like, like kind of feel it out and feel how it feels within yourself, you know? So like when we are around like okay, my birds great. of a feather fly, birds, birds of a feather fly together. So, you know, if, if you're around those type of people, you mm-hmm. will also become uplifted automatically. Um, it becomes your, your, your food, yeah. your, your mental food. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Wonderful. And what, um, and I, and I completely, and really there is, there's so much research to say that, right? If you kind of look at your, the people, let's say the, I think it's the five, I believe the number is actually five. If you look yes. at the five people yes. you associate with most, it really is. You look at their, whether it be, I know, Indy, you mentioned that eating, the healthy eating is how are they eating? Are they, how are, however they choosing to do their life, they're choosing to do their work. It's more likely that you will, right, have some similarities there. Yep. And so for yep. the, the take home there is let's pick those five pretty deliberately, right? According to what yep. we want. So, uh, wonderful. All right. Well, this is great. Let's hear the another tip. Another one. Um, so what I'm, when I, when I wrote down that I really like is, um, just doing a, doing a dance, like a little dance. Maybe it's like a, a, a three mm, to five minute like dance. It. And, and I also okay. recommend maybe make, making the, picking a, a, a song or like maybe a, a group that like plays a certain type of song that's like a mantra. It's almost like the song itself is like repetitive and it kind of like gives you that good feeling like the song itself has a really positive evoking feeling and just dance and you, there's no wrong way to dance or right way you just like enjoy yourself and dance is just free flow freestyle excellent right and i see i can <laughs> tell you've got this um with the um with the modalities and philosophies great teachers and masters as we all know right emotion you you can change your emotion by motion by moving. Motion. So brilliant. Exactly. Brilliant. Okay. Exactly. And uh, tell us more. Give us another okay. one. All right, another one. Roll these off. Um, I am a big um, promoter of laughter. I, I actually facilitate workshops um, at corporate wellness, and I've done it at institutions and different places, focused on not just neuro- neuroplasticity in the sense of laughter with neuroplasticity, like how laughter evokes neuroplasticity and when your when your brain starts to be more plastic when your neurons start to communicate more we actually are able to access um better thinking i guess you could say like so in, in terms of accessing higher vibration you know you it really helps when your brain is working better you know and so laughter is one of those amazing right. skills it's one of those tools that we already have built within us we don't you know it's something that, unfortunately, most of our society, our upbringing, our education, our families, our work culture pulls that out of us. Like we stop laughing. We like we almost think like laughing is a bad thing, which is like crazy because it's one of the healthiest things that we could do. And so w- w- the third thing I would like to recommend is 
finding uh, some sort of funny videos or like comedy videos or stand up or sketch. I love sketch comedy, like finding sketch comedy that you can like watch maybe for like 10 minutes, maybe for 15 minutes and just let yourself laugh a lot. You know, just find that time to like create laughter in your life and maybe scheduling it. Might, you might need to schedule it. Um, but laughter does that crazy amount of amazing stuff. I mean, from your hormones, like, I mean, it's, we're talking about like, you're really serotonin when you laugh. You release melatonin when you laugh. So you sleep better when you laugh. Um, you like, you drop your cortisol levels when you laugh. So if you're trying to lose weight, like one of the best ways to lose weight is by laughing more. You actually release the oxytocin. I so love you feel that. that feel good hormone. I mean, you're doing amazing stuff when you laugh, but like we don't do it a lot. <laughs> so that's like an easy yeah, way to get high absolutely. vibration. Absolutely. And you know, oh, uh, by the I way, let, let me throw. All... Oh, go ahead. Sure. Uh, I was saying, and on top of it, considering right now with the COVID stuff going on, people are kind of afraid and their immune systems are afraid. I mean, especially yeah. if you're immunocompromised, laughter boosts your immune system. Sure. I mean, you literally create new white blood cells when you laugh. Like literally, because your your lymphatic system drains. So when you're laughing, actually it's squeezing all your lymphatic system. So new blood, white, old white blood cells are getting flushed and new ones are being created while you laugh. And they've studied, this is like all scientifically proven. There's so much research being done on this. And that's why I'm so at, uh, adamant about sharing this in corporate spaces because it actually helps people be, be better workers. It helps people be better leaders, <laughs> you know, if they laugh more. Oh, yeah. You know, I, and I'm glad you jumped. I know laughter is one of, one of your specialties. I'm so happy that you, um, delved into that. And I know that the research says, and you tell me, I know the research says that when you smile, right, you can actually maybe not so much feel like smiling. You could be an instant, but you smile. It actually sort of like motion helps your emotion. The, the smiling actually makes you feel happier. Is the same with laughter then, Indy? Is it that if you, maybe you don't actually feel like laughing in the moment, but you're like, I'm just gonna, right? And you do it. Does it actually, you know, I know you said in neuroplasticity, does it actually um, help in terms of actually making you sort of more happy, joyful? But tell me about that or, or not. Sure. I mean, I, a, a, a smile, a smile is the laughter, like walking is the running. You know, um, so, okay. uh, or any other, so, so, you know, I mean, uh, they're both great, you know, but, but the thing is like laughter, it does, it, it really shakes up your body. Like you're really innervating your entire body when you laugh. Um, and it, it's also stretch. It's also massage. You're actually stretching your muscles in your face too. So, you know, our face has uh, all these, uh, in, uh, these cues, right. We have all this, um, micro mm -hmm. information that comes from our face, right. So when you laugh, in your face and you really allow your face to really feel it you're stretching all these muscles in your face so you actually become a better communicator if you laugh you know <laughs> and that there's a lot of science behind that too wow we, we register people open up to people who laugh and they can feel comfortable in that way sure. um at, at the same time laughter is like one of those things where like even if you fake it there's still a benefit right and like there's, there's a lot of science that the science there is really interesting because scientists don't know the truth about this but they do know that like w there's a point when you laugh and i love when i do my session like there's a point when i always tell everybody fake it till you make it right so like sometimes what people start to notice is that you're when you keep doing it your faking turns into real laughter really fast you know and it's a practice it's like a muscle like you, you work it out so like nowadays for me well i can laugh at anything I, in fact when something bad happens i laugh first it's like an immediate response and then i deal with the problem Right. I don't like ignore it. I like laugh to, 
to make sure that I don't stress, that I don't release cortisol, that I don't like do all the negative things in my body that make me actually not be able to reconcile the issues in a, in a, in a wise way. Um, and, and at the same time, I think it's interesting for us to, it's interesting for us to play with laughter, right? Like we can use laughter maybe when we're late, mm-hmm. you know, for something and then we can laugh instead and like laugh about it. Or like if, if we're in a situation where we don't have control, we can laugh about it before, you know, rather than being, allowing ourselves, our immune systems to be corrupted. Literally when we stress, our immune system weakens. So it's like, why would, why, when we know this, why are we allowing it to continue? You know, that is, you know, I have to say, while I was listening to this, you know what I was thinking, Andy, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to tap you. I might actually want you to do, you know, have you, um, this is a skill to, okay, so it's kind of crazy, right, to be talking about laugh yellow, because it's a sort of universal, and we naturally do it. However, like you said, it, we've also been so, you know, socialized in certain ways, right, in terms of, you know, yep school and all different, right? Where church, school, temple, you know, it's like if you, someone starts laughing in the middle of temple or mass or what have you, it's like, right? It's, it's not, it's not, the, you know, that person, right? So, so we, we kind of are sort of, in that sense, we, we watch when we laugh too. And so do you find that you sometimes need to almost something strange again, that sort of teach people how to laugh? Do you find that you need to do that Or tell me. I, I, that's hilarious you say that because I literally joke about that when I do my session. Like I will, at the end of it, I always do a gratitude and I take a moment, you know, just to have gratitude for a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and one of the things I like yeah. to share in that space is how, how I'm really grateful that I can share something so silly. Like what am I doing? Like I don't, I don't, I shouldn't be teaching anybody how to laugh. Like that's silly. Like everybody knows how to do it. Like you came out of the womb laughing. We were laughing as a baby you know, so much. And nobody taught you how to laugh, you know? Um, so like, I, I always yeah. say to everyone, I, I make it, I'm, I'm very open about that, that like, this is silly that I'm teaching this. Like, I, I don't want to teach laughter. I feel, I wish we all just did it. Like our society was, our, everything would be better. In fact, I think our leadership would be better if they could laugh at themselves, right? I think CEOs mm-hmm. would be better For CEOs sure. if they could laugh yeah. at themselves. I mean, relationships yeah. like men and women would be better if they laughed with each other more i mean you can say like it's like it's like ridiculous that i have to even do this just being like i mean i find it preposterous well i think it. It, no i think it's a huge service and i'm actually thinking i might be tapping you after the show and have you come up with some mini <laughs> session you can do with some more clients because you know before our first like before right before before our first um date, sometimes it can be a little nerve-wracking for people. Yeah. Right? It can be a little bit yeah. like, ooh, a little bit, right? Because you're so excited and you're so interested. So I think that maybe a little, right? A little, little That's mini cool. session. So I'm probably going to knock on your door for that and talk to you. But <laughs> that being said, are there any, are there any tips, um, for audiences? Like, yeah, you know, if they're kind of thinking to themselves and they're like, Wow, when is the last time I laughed, right? Mm, it's been maybe too long, given all the benefits that Indy right just shared with us. So do you have any I want to deep dive deep into the laughter tip, you know, before we move on. And do you have any like quick sort of um to you know, quick tips that you can just with respect to the laughter that you can have our audience kind of try at home, right? In terms of when they are like maybe not so much feeling like laughing in one of those situations where you said like they um there's a there's some problem solving ahead of them and so they want to put themselves in that kind of head mind body space or um 
or or maybe they're confronted with something right that that's not so fun and they want to react to it. So what what would be like not when, when it's not a natural right when they're not watching comedy right, or right, right, something right. amuses them, but rather the opposite when it's almost like you want to induce laughing to um, as, as a as a tool. How would one go about that? Yeah, I mean, other than um, I, I, uh, taking some nitrous oxide or something and having a little, having a little vial with you all the time, um, uh, I would say um, there's a few ways to do that. Uh, I, I, you know, it's, there's all okay. these exercises, and and I, I one of the things I like uh, uh, like about this practice is you know we can we can invent new ones, you know, like right now even just you know we could come up with something. Um, but what you know for huh. me, like what okay. I find what what what's where most authentic is finding laughter that comes from your heart, right? And I think, um, and, and try not to be too spiritual about it. I think it's really simple. It's like maybe some, you you know, when you're spiritual. in that space. Hey, this is, this is my show. <laughs> I love, be spiritual. Don't worry about it. We love spiritual. I don't want to be like an spiritual. We, we like to tap into it I, all. I, 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 I love, I love how people pigeonhole me all the time because when they see me physically, you know, how I dress, how I present myself in the world, they're like, oh my God, he's like overly spiritual. But I'm actually very analytical, hyper logical. I need to know why things do things. I, every, like, I ask a lot of questions. So I'm like opposite of spiritual, but I do value the balance. Like, I'm all about balance, right? So, um, in that sense, sure. it's really important that when, when you're in a space where you're frustrated or you, you really can't access laughter and you just, maybe you don't even access to a phone or anything to like watch something to make you laugh. Um, my recommendation is to sit, close your eyes and maybe put your hands okay, on your heart. It's a good idea. Put, put your hands over okay, your heart. We're gonna, and, and then, okay, we're going to let them got do it? that. Okay. So close your eyes, put your hands on your close heart. Down. We're going to go slow down. down. Okay. Close your eyes, put your hands on your heart. Okay. Hands on heart. And okay. take a few moments to visualize or, you know, bring it into your consciousness. A, a moment where you were, uh, you gave something to somebody, like a gift to somebody, or maybe somebody gave you a gift, or maybe it was just something beautiful mm-hmm. that somebody did for some, you know, it could be anything beautiful that was just felt sure. really good, okay. you felt humanity. And just find that spot, like imagine it, like kind of replay it in your mind's eye, like you're watching a movie and like really just feel those feelings again, because you had feelings when those happened, right? And allow those feelings kind of bubble, let them bubble, bubble, bubble. And I said bubble, find that joy in your heart. And maybe you'll find yourself giggling a little bit. Maybe you'll smile because uh-huh. of what it feels like. Maybe yeah. from the smile, my gro- uh-huh. the smile may grow. You know, the smile might grow into a little like, <laughs> like a little, hmm. sure, yeah, <laughs> you know, and and even sure. even just doing that right there, try, try it with me, just be go like this, hmm, <laughs> 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 yeah, it feels good, just just doing that from your heart. So so from that space, if you, uh, uh, wherever you're at, let it continue to grow. So it grows at the heart. So maybe uh, you know when you're on your own, you might let go and maybe start laughing louder. Maybe maybe that hmm <laughs> maybe that grows into a, ah <laughs> or maybe because it's really soft it's like <laughs> you know find your own flow but get bigger with it like feel how your heart when it's filled with that joy it actually can continue to grow and even if you're faking it you're allowing your body to feel it so you you know what you're doing you're releasing all these amazing hormones and these neurotransmitters you're down regulating cortisol and stress and all these negative um um chemical reactions in your body so like maybe you can even be aware of that like that's happening in your body it'll help you because it'll be like oh i'm actually doing something that's good for me in fact if, if you're going 
maybe you're, you know, you have it before a date or something or before an important meeting, this kind of practice can help you actually do better before because you'll open up, you'll be able to speak better, you'll be your brain will be working better. You're, you're literally your left or right hemisphere, your brain's gonna be working better. So you're gonna be smarter, you're gonna be more wise, you're gonna be more responsive. So yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Ah, smart, wise, responsive. I'll take all that, right? And just, uh, you know, <laughs> I love it. That's, uh, all right. So laughter. Um, and let's see. Let's, this is such good stuff. What, what else can you give us here? I bet you have a lot more, you know, laughter is oh, uh, yeah. amazing. I really wanted to dive deep because you clearly have a that's, lot to share on that. Uh, that's the pan, yeah, that's ahead. the panacea. That's the panacea, Justina. Like, honestly, like, you know, I've studied yeah, so I much. I've studied with some amazing teachers around the world. I've like some of the doctors that I work with are like really amazing doctors who are kind of like on the they're like on the edge because they're not respected enough because they they do things not the normal business way, right? Um, and everybody, all my teachers, all my mentors, everybody agrees that laughter is the ultimate medicine. Like it is the ultimate thing. Like it works better than medications do. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, right. and, and it's also a pain. It's also a pain medication too. Like you release endorphins when you laugh. So endorphins. You have, like you're... Yeah. You. It's a cure. Let me ask you this. You're you're welcome to give a shout out to any of the masters, any of the teachers who you feel really deserve the shout out. Anyone you want to you want to <laughs> name, throw it out there. Feel free yeah. to use names. Yeah. Don't don't hesitate. Yeah. Oh okay? my gosh. I'm a big I'm, fan I'm... of giving people credit for their for their uh, for their work. Yeah. So just throw it in there. If there's someone who's it's like, you know, here's a tool that A, B, or C. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I'm all about right integrating all of these tools, and I love how you know between the spiritual and the analytical. I mean, absolutely. I mean, we're so multidimensional, right? And we realize that about ourselves, yes. but that perception bias where it's kind of like, we know how multidimensional yes. we are, and yet we stereotype others so fast, right? I see that yes. with yes. what I do all the time, right? It's like, it's, we're so fast to stereotype. Oh, this person, it, it just to kind of wade through the informo- information out, overload. I get it, right? We all kind of have to, <laughs> have to do that for a bit. But, but that being said, I think we, um, we can kind of chill on that a little bit because like, I know I don't, I defy, you defy everyone I know, everyone I really know defies so many stereotypes that it's like, Hey, you oh, know, yeah. it's too easy. So along those lines though, what you spoke of with respect to spirituality and analytical, I mean, frankly speaking, right. I feel we, we all have sort of those different sides to us. And for some of us, yeah. right, we, we might be higher on one than lower than the other. But I think a lot of us can just really tap into multiple. And I think it's to our benefit to actually be open to tapping into multiple because, you know, hey, battling COVID and all these other things, uh, the, you know, the universe throws at us. It's, it's helpful to have lots of tools in our belt, right? So I Definitely. love the laughter tool. What what other tools can you share with us? These are already uh, okay. done so much, but I'm wondering if there's anything else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I have a, a another one I, I think is really healthy is going for a walk, um, and and then talking to yourself while you're on the walk. Um, I think uh, it's hmm. really important okay. that we we start to be okay with having that conversation with our intuition you know, our higher consciousness, whatever you want to call it. But there's something going on. Like there's a voice mm-hmm. in our head. I'm not, I'm not crazy. I mean, I'm crazy, but like, I do know other people have voices <laughs> in their head. <laughs> we all have, we all have that consciousness. No, we we all that have voice. inner voices. I think so. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Some people have, no, we some people have we more than, do, right? 
some people have more than one, you know, it's but, okay. Um, but, but I must say oh, that it's yeah. important, it's important to cultivate a conversation with that voice and let that voice be the best version. Like, it's like your superhero friend or like, it's like your saint friend mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it. It's like the best version of you that you have a conversation with. So like, imagine that. Cause like, usually we have that, con- we're not very intentional with our, our voice, inner voice, you know, like, but if we're intentional, maybe that voice can guide us. I think that's brilliant because I think that oftentimes, and again, I mean, it's just humans, right? We remember the negative things that happen more than the positive. Any store manager will, you know, when there's a, a, a patron coming, they'll, they'll, they'll dread that oh, it's going to be a complaint versus a, right? Versus a, <laughs> hey, yeah. you know, yeah. add a boy, right? So, um, you know, we do humans tend to do that. And so that inner voice oftentimes defaults to that self-critical or what have you voice. So I love the idea of tapping into that, that higher, right, version of yourself voice that can say to the, to the inner voice, it's just fear. I got you. And I'm, we're going to take it further. So I love that. I love yeah. that. You know, and I, and I think no mindful. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I was going to say, I was gonna, and I, I, I want to throw into that walking is a big, I mean, I've been studying neuroplasticity now for three years extensively. And I think walking okay. is a big part of it too. So, you know, you can't just sit there. You have to like move. And, and walking is a very powerful tool for your brain. So when you're walking, your brain, well, <laughs> when you're walking, your brain actually uh, works better. So you'll have that conversation will be a lot easier to have. Sorry now. I, I, and I apologize. There's background noise. Again, because we are taping during COVID time, so we are all everywhere. And our, our, our kids don't always remember that oh, mama's taping, so we've got to. So this is real life. This is COVID Jessina, we are yeah. hosting, uh, my colleagues and I are hosting a um, all-day um, classroom, kind of fun classroom for kids next week. Um, and it's like, it's, we're going to be teaching meditation to kids. We're going to be teaching them ways to deal with this, co- like how they're stressed out and all the different things they're feeling. We're going to have a sound bath. We're going to like all kinds of different class, Ayurveda, and we're going to have a cooking class for kids. Um, it's all going to be online oh, and we're doing fun. it. We're really focusing and parents can come too. They can join in. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think oh, yeah. we want to support children right now because there's not a lot of programming for them to help cope with what they're going to be dealing with. And, <laughs> right. You know? Right. That's weird. You know, I know because in some parts of the country, give me one second. Hey guys, this is real life, right? This is real life. So, okay. In, um, in many parts of the, in many parts of the country, right? The playgrounds are closed and, you know, so all yep. these great things we're talking about in movement, pushing emerging, right? It's like walks are, walks are good. But you know, not all, all kids like get into the walk idea, right? It's like, walk. Boring. <laughs> so I love that you have this. And you know what? Here's the other thing, Angie, that is great. And this dovetails with there, um, for the single parents out there, right? Who, I mean, all parents, single or, or, or coupled up, what have you, married, all right, are, are, are somehow becoming quasi educators and quasi all of these counselors, quasi everything that they before, right? It takes a village kind of idea. And, and exactly. so this is brilliant that you are doing this. And for single, Parents, you know, all of these tips like on hyperdrive, right? In terms of, man, oh, you yeah. are 
you are, you've got the kids, you've got your professional and, and for us, we think single parents are like, I'm not, I I can't have a second chance at love too. So when you're trying to combine so many, right? So many things, it's, um, these tools are especially right. And taking advantage of great opportunities, like indeed just presented in terms of some really, um, great tools. Well, you mentioned mindfulness for the kids, mindfulness for those. Tell us about mindfulness. Tell us a little bit more about that. Before we let you go, it's a huge topic, and it's, it's been you know appropriated and co-opted and business um, uh, capitalized, you know, um, a lot. Um, there's a wonderful book out wow. there called Mick Mindfulness. If anybody ever wants to go into that, and it kind of talks about how it's been kind of turned into a business, and a lot of this, there's not uh, there's a lack of spirituality in mindfulness now, right? Um, and and mm-hmm. also purpose and I think maybe heart is missing in those spaces and so for me when I you know when I share mindfulness and the people I I work with and collaborate with it's it's not just about mindless mindfulness it's also about maybe a little bit of mindlessness like taking your mind out of things right and being able to operate from your heart or be able to operate from your huddy from your like core you know so that you operate from a place of uh, um, integrity you operate from a place of honor and duty and purpose so like whatever feelings of depression or anxiety or disconnection you feel when you practice meditation you practice yoga, whatever you had to practice whatever kind of mindfulness you practice it's all it's all in, it's all connected and t- tied down to purpose you know and to uh, your your dharma your car you know fulfilling your karma you know and a lot of that's missing these days in my, in the mindfulness space. You know, I've, I've, I've gone and worked at like different companies. I've gone and sp- spoken at like Headspace and done stuff with them. I noticed that the, like the employees themselves are like so, like so depressed. Yeah. Like it's a, it's an app to hmm. teach mindfulness, you know, like, so what's happening is like, there's like this, I, there's like this masculine teaching of, of, um, masculinized teaching of mindfulness, but the feminine is missing. Like okay. the soft, gentle, caring uh, uh, aspect of it's missing, right? And when things are not That's balanced, interesting. They so don't... You're... Ah, good. Okay, this is like the polarity. The masculine. Take, give us a little bit more in terms of the masculine versus the femi- feminine kind of sort of yeah. take yeah, or I mean, interpretation I mean, of of go for it. Go dive deeper in that. Go ahead. Jasmina, you're uh, are you are you Sikh or Hindu? So here's the thing. Hey, everybody on the show. So I actually try to give the least information about myself. Do you know why? I'm going to tell you why, actually. Because people are like, why? Right? Because I find out everything about our clients, right? <laughs> I go dive deep into every aspect. Deep. Yeah. And so how is it that I'm able to not share? But you know what? The, it goes right back to my belief that we are Good. so, we are so, you know, t- tending towards stereotyping that I yes. tell you, when I do, I hear, Oh, you know, all vegetarians are A. All non-vegetarians <laughs> are B. And I'm like, hello. All, Come on. all people who went to Harvard are like this. All people who went to UCLA <laughs> are like that. I'm like, really? I'm like, all people who, right, if you don't do this, you know. And so we are so tipped into like having these preconceived notions, these fantasies about all these oh, different, yeah. all, all, can you believe it, Indy? Okay. I know that obvious everyone knows we are Indian Americans. I will say we're both Indian Americans. And I have heard from Indian Americans the most, the most saintly <laughs> kind of interpretation on being a doctor to the most 
like not so saintly interpretation on being a doctor. And I'm like, this is a profession. This is not an identity. This is not a, right? These are human beings who right. are doing a profession. They're not all the same, right? How can you nope, collect nope. everybody in one? And so that's why a long answer to your quick question, which is, that's why I declined to say. But go ahead and say <laughs> it. If I okay, were Hindu, okay. if I were Sikh, so, if I were Buddhist, if I were Christian, Jewish. Whatever. Whatever, what, what whatever you are. Go ahead. Whatever if you are. I, I mean, whatever. I, I, Agnostic, atheist, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I, but I totally appreciate that. I totally understand. I, I acknowledge I acknowledge your right, and I think it's wise to, to be open, because we are open being, human beings. You know, there's, it, it's, there's no, that doesn't even matter. None of those things matter. But what my intention was that was to share that, like, whether you're Hindu or Muslim or Buddhist or Islamic, there's an overemphasis in most religions, and it's now happening in the mindfulness world, a masculine approach to meditation, a masculine approach to prayer, a masculine approach to connecting to the divine, a masculine approach to connecting to yourself. You know, it's, everything's very regimented. It's very strict. It's like this, and you just do it, and you go, da, 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 da. and you, if you do a prayer, it's like, da, 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 mm. and everything is like that, and it's very masculine, and there's nothing wrong with being masculine, but it's, there's not a balance, right? And we see it in a religion, we see it in our cultures, women are not treated with respect, right? Women have to actually be like men to make it somewhere, right? We see the woman's success, quote unquote, mm -hmm. is attributed to them being like a man. It's not being a woman. Being a woman is not being successful. You know, you have to a woman who's like a man is successful. Right, because she's like now like got an achieved sure. success. Hey, I've been, <laughs> yeah. I've been uh, as in my well, I give as a former practicing attorney, I've been the like one, maybe one, two women <laughs> in a in a conference room and a high rise, millions of dollars being discussed, yeah. and you know I get it. Like it's like there's not a lot of feminine right here, but um, no, I totally, I totally get what you're saying with that. Um, and so, and so, and so, very, so from a from a from a from a mindfulness perspective, from a meditation perspective, from connecting to yourself, being healthy within your mind and your body and your emotions and having those be in control you can't do it just being masculine you know you have to we're, all of us have masculine and feminine within us whether you're a man or a woman mm -hmm. you have that circulating yeah. within us right absolutely um, but if we're not reconciling sure. with one part of ourselves it's very it becomes very unhealthy and eventually that shadow comes out maybe it comes out through substance abuse maybe it comes out through not treating your spouse or your loved ones properly maybe you end up treating people in your workplace wrong or maybe you just don't know how to speak to people because you're not connected to those two different parts of yourself and a lot of mindfulness is not doing that it's kind of being masculine again overly masculine and what what was wrong with religions is now happening with mindfulness right the same problem and corporate environments only do that that issue even more right um and so i think it's really important for all of us to start even just from from now from this point forward when i shared the laughter that's a very feminine thing right it's like you're opening up you're being vulnerable and i think the feminine energy is vulnerable mm -hmm. right but the masculine energy is not vulnerable yeah. it likes to be like in control right so it's really important for us to sure. tap into these different energies and start playing with it within our lives Especially right now, especially right, especially Wonderful. right now, because sure. now we have no excuse, right? Like, it's like, oh, now you have the time to work on yourself, right? Now it's like, this is actually a great yes. moment in human history where you can actually go in now. You don't, you're not like, there's, you don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> you can't go anywhere. <laughs> so, so you, you might as well go you know, in. I, I was thinking of that. When you were giving the laugh track, because I was like, when you said, oh, if you want to do it softly, I'm like, nobody needs to do it softly. They're in their own homes. You don't have to. It's like, right? It's not like you're out in, a, you know, somewhere else where you have to be guarded about it. It's like no excuses, right? No excuses. Uh, no excuses. So, thank, thank you. I. 
so I want to end the season. We have time. Oh, we have a, um, well, you know, I don't know that we have, to, well, let's do this quickly. I know that you are a social innovator and I really believe that, you know, the innovators are masterful, masterful at creating their own luck. So what's one way you're creating your own luck in the face of COVID during this pandemic? Throw it out there. Well, uh, well, that's a tough question because uh, I'm, I'm going to be a total mystic with this answer. Um, I, I'm not sure if I, 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 have, I, I believe in luck. Um, I, I've okay. definitely been participating in both gathering, being, becoming more prepared. Like a lot of the things I'm doing is like preparation, um, and, and, okay. uh, and, and preparation and applying the ideas and the philosophies and the theories into practice, whether they're physically modeling things or programming or working with colleagues who like are skilled in different places. So like can, can create, like, you know, we're just doing this. For example, we're doing, making this cosmic classroom for kids, right? And we just organized that within well, the past week or so. Well, that's what I thought you'd so, say right away, my friend. That's <laughs> what I thought you'd say. I just put it as, I said, okay, so you said, okay, <laughs> service now. Then you have this amazing yeah. idea. And to me, it's like, that's your answer, that you are creating. And I get yeah. it. Luck, luck is not much. It's not my favorite word as, as well, because when people say, oh, I got lucky. I found the right person. I'm like, really? Luck? No, no that's not no. what it was. You, you, but, no. I, like, um, but in the same way, in the same vein. So, oh, right. And thank you. And I really appreciate you yeah. sharing your insights with us. They've been fascinating. So would you like to share your web? I'm, I'm sure, you know, for our listeners who might want to find you somewhere, would you like to share your website with us? Sure, sure. My website's at www.iliving, like iPhone, iliving.guru, okay. G-R-G-U-R-U. I love you. Um, and, and, and if people are okay. on Instagram, I, I, I'm pretty active on Instagram and have a, a pretty decent following. Um, and my Instagram is mystic science, um, and M-Y-S-T-I-C science, mystic science, one, one, one. Ah, maybe the we'll number have you share the show with your with your with your people on Instagram to get yeah, some wise insights. All right. Well, and for our listeners, in case you joined us late or would like to share this show with people in your life, I'd like to remind you that today's radio show will be archived and available as a podcast on Intersections Match's website, which is intersectionsmatch.com. Oh, and I have 90 seconds. Our team may be reached at info at intersectionsmatch.com. I appreciate your learning with us. And do email our team with topics you'd like discussed in future shows. Be well, everyone. Take care. Yeah, bye.